0: Check podcasts. This is Van Color. Van Color. Hey, folks. My name is Moamir, and this is Van Color. Now, hey, we recorded a TV segment with Vancouver-based comedian Dino Archie which you can find on the previous podcast that is packaged with segments we recorded with comedian Sasha Mark and lawyer Kyla Lee as part of podcast episode 182. This here is basically a podcast exclusive part of my chat with Dino. Uh, We haven't prepped anything to discuss in this episode, so we're just going to chop it up. And if for some reason you're not familiar with him, he is, of course, the lord of the Low Road Larrys. You've seen him on Jimmy Kimmel Live, Kevin Hart's LOL Network, Comedy Night with Rick Mercer. He's everywhere. is Dino Archie Dino? Thanks for sticking around, man.
1: Man, I'm glad I I got to uh, stick around. You, you opened
0: know. up a real uh, Pandora's box in that television segment about uh, intent and impact, and
1: well, we just barely got to yeah get get into. Well, that's it. what I'm saying. I right. feel like
0: viewers are going to be watching it and being like, there is way more to discuss on this topic. <laughs> <laughs> We live we live in a in a interesting time because on one hand, I I see the good in it, right? We're able to voice We're able to voice concerns about people being marginalized or disrespected as groups. And yet at the same time, I feel like sometimes we do take it to the extreme, and especially when it comes to people who full on want to cancel other people cancel human beings. <laughs> and especially in something like comedy, that's where it becomes really tricky because your job is to make people laugh. And so if people laugh at your jokes and if they're, they're toxic or problematic, you know, I guess the people got their money's worth if they laugh, but what, it, what does it say about the culture that we're, that if, if we were to perpetuate certain harm through comedy, you know what I mean?
1: Yes. Yeah, it's just uh, I do know what you mean. I think it's like, it's a world that I don't want to live in <laughs> so <laughs> so really if it's if it comes down to to it comes down to that, man, like but how many
0: of us want to live in like absolutist free speech all the time either, right? Like we all agree that we want some limits, right?
1: I mean, yeah, totally, but then but then we can't have everything our way. It's like so you gotta life doesn't work like that, like everyone can get canceled, but if you go on the street. If you go on the street and you see a a street person and you see them having an outburst, the stuff they say, oh, they say the funniest stuff and and no one cancels. They just go, oh, that wasn't said. You know, they they'll yell out. They'll have an episode, yell out a bunch of stuff. And there is somehow like, oh, there's the street person. No one cares about them. They don't count.
0: Well, I mean, there's a couple of things there. First of all, there's a certain callousness that I think we all have with the unhoused or people who are mentally ill on the Mm -hmm. street, right? Like we, it's become normalized that we don't even think about it. Right. Whereas you would think that if you saw someone in peril, the human reaction should be, oh man, we should help this person. Right. And I understand that obviously it's not realistic considering how many folks are on the street. The other, the other side to that is that you and I as quote unquote, public figures or people that have a microphone in front of our face, we would have more social responsibility than just anyone you know, who's just walking around the street or someone who has mental health issues. So we would be held to higher standards. And then the bigger you become, it feels like the standards become higher and higher, right? In terms of what your responsibilities and
1: expectations. It it, it depends if you if you play that, if that's if you play the game that way, you know, if if your opinion is completely related to however many people pay you or prop you up, then yeah, you are you bestowed to them, you owe them uh, some kind of, of power in saying how you articulate yourself and how you use your art. You know what I mean? If if that's how you play, but if you say, hey, I'm going to be true to myself. I've done some, I read or I'm an aware person. I'm a professional. Uh, this is my thoughts on said subjects. And, and I'm an artist, so I'm going to use the colors that I'm like, Bob Ross, he he loved painting landscapes and, you know, different things like that. Another artist, uh Dolly, you know, he's a surrealist. Yeah. Everybody has different colors they p- paint with. Uh And some of us comedians like painting with toxic colors and <laughs> dark things and things that. Don't
0: eat that paint. Yeah, 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 yeah. It don't,
1: don't. Yeah. Let me, let me curate this dish because if you eat it raw, it'll be, it'll be harmful for you. But, you know, that's our attempt is to. Is to take the some of us do we take the most messed up things in the world that's that's uh, charging people up the most and we try to filter that in and prepare this 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 uh, you know this kind of piece for for the audience to you know think uh, laugh obviously but think and feel something about you know and especially as you grow like you said you grow as an artist. You, some artists grow as artists and they stop growing that way. They go, well, I don't want to do that. All right. Mm-hmm. Never was about pushing that boundary. I just wanted to get my audience and do like a margaritaville type vibe sure. which is it sounds great yeah <laughs> that, sounds, <laughs> that sounds so fun <laughs> you know me i would do low roadville like low road uh, yeah <laughs> i was i was when i was in vegas i was seeing margaritaville i go i want a place but in low roadville if you come to my restaurant there'd be two sections there'd be a sections that's top that's you could that's toxic and non toxic this section, you could talk your shit. The servers are with it. The people right. are with it. As long as, you know, as long as, just like the rule of life, there's unspoken rule. Anyone could break the rule at any time. Anyone could break any law and any rule at any time. But there's a, a unspoken rule of how to treat each other as humans. So it doesn't happen that often. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You go into a Starbucks, someone could just come in and brrr, spray that thing up and throw a grenade. Through, just cause, That's craziness. That's anarchy. That could... Just because that's an option, most times people don't do that. Right. So I'm just saying I like when it's entertainment. When it comes to nighttime, you're talking about comedy. When it comes to nighttime activity, not job. We're talking about art, the 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 stuff that makes life fun. This is just one show going on in town, yeah. And 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 one comic's voice who's been doing it thirty years. We we we'll do this. 30 years and be dying just to do it for free. Just let me get on stage some st- stage time just to try this joke out. We're nuts, you know? And then if, and then if it doesn't work, then okay. It so then
0: what, what is with this obsession from just people in general <clears throat> who I think, that, I think that there is a group of people <laughs> in this world uh not defined by race or gender or anything like that, but just a group of people who are looking to be outraged all the time. And they will look at little things, they'll look at big things, and they just want to feed a certain outrage machine, particularly online. What, it, what drives that
1: motivation, do you think? I'm just throwing a guess. I think they're hurt. You know, there's this thing, this term, hurt people hurt people. Oh, right, now think. we're calling Kanye. Uh, yeah, people have been saying that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hurt people hurt people. That's the fact. Yes. Kanye yeah, had some very good points. And yeah, hurt people hurt people, man. So if you, if you, we could both be looking at the same thing. I have such a thick skin. Nothing really offends me. Like, you know, I've been, you could scream the N word at me with a hard R and I'm, I'm not like, going to do it. Please, man, do it. <laughs> Been, we
0: live in different worlds. I can't do, do it. it. And I wouldn't want to do it. Do it. Um, I I think it is – I'm going to float a theory by you. It's one that I've been working on. I feel like there's a lot of people who have like you know, a bachelor's of arts from, from university and they maybe took a course on like critical media theory, right? And so they look at a case study of – in the United States and, and you're probably – you might be familiar with this. I think you might be this idea of like all these newscasts that would constantly blare out a crime and it's like unidentified black male. Mm -hmm. Right. And so they looked at that and they looked at what, okay, what was the social impact of people constantly thinking that unidentified black males were doing all these crimes. Right. And so that's an interesting and impactful study and, and way to think about how media can shape our minds. And so they take that little bit of information from that one survey course and they start applying it to literally everything. And so now they're being critical of every single thing as opposed to finding things that actually have an impact or substance in our lives. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, There's And that. so I think the, the origin of a lot of the outrage that we see is ultimately good. But it just jumps a sh- certain shark where we're just looking for
1: outrage wherever we see it. Yeah, hey, man. I, yeah, you're not going to get a fight out of me with that theory. I think that that is a sub. That's a group of people like that too. But not all these people went to college. There's some people who who are who really.
0: But those are they're, they're downstream from the people who did.
1: Yeah, yeah. Right? There's people. Yeah, there's definitely bored. They're bored. You. Know? <laughs> so so you're describing. Yeah. You're describing bored people. <laughs> 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 yeah, there's that. Like that's just the group that put if if, if, if that never had any blackness whatsoever on there timeline and then they put a black square we talked about that probably last time our uh, black lives matter like this little virtue signaling right there's a virtue signaling in it of like you're the you read a took a course you read a rest an article and now you want to you're applying
0: that to literally
1: everything yeah yeah exactly there's yeah Yeah. no this and it's not a i saw a lot of black people critiquing uh Dave Chappelle offended at Dave Chappelle's set. So it's we're not a monolith no. of how you know and 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 everybody I choose I would not want to be in the offended business. Like my molecules wouldn't want to be like looking to get offended at all times. That's just that doesn't seem like a pleasant way to I I mean I guess it's not life isn't about being pleasant all the time too. It just doesn't seem productive for me. Certainly
0: not all the time. I think there are legitimate opportunities to be offended, but I I still feel it has to be genuine. It has to be something you care about or, you know, you truly feel that way. And a lot of the outrage that we see does seem performative. Like, and and I've grown on this topic because as I've grown in my uh, reach and personality, Like, I've been called everything from literally a Nazi enabler to a commie to a cuck to, you know, a woman hater. Like, it's just everything from on all sides of the spectrum. I've been called it because people will look at one clip and disagree with it. What did they
1: call you a cuck for?
0: Oh, if I'm like if I'm like I don't know I'm saying pro pro choice they'll be like you're a cuck now it's like
1: uh, I thought it was a video or something no and these don't
0: these don't come I mean it's not like these are regular insults but I've just seen them and it's it's this weird thing that like you see ten seconds of someone you disagree and now you've labeled them this one thing. Yeah, entirely, and it's like, how does that make any sense?
1: No, man, it, it's it's we're past the it making sense. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm like, I don't have answers for you, you know. But we're too. We need somebody here. <laughs> we need a blue hair. We need a blue hair here to to to, <laughs> to to represent that side of things. To go, hey, why are you offended or what? Why does everything bake your beans without judgment? You got to ask a blue hair, like, why is everything fake? Is been? this
0: the problem with comedy? I don't mean problem is like fully negative, but is this a challenge with comedy that, that comedy works on tropes? Like we can't, yes. right? Like you have to work on com- on common, under commonly understood tropes for something to be funny. Yeah. You know what I mean? To get so a, to get a, uh, isn't to, that the, pro- isn't this where Chappelle and other people kind of find themselves in hot water because, you're working with tropes. You're kind of playing with fire,
1: right? Yeah. Yeah. You totally, you know, these, these, uh, you, cause you got a, a millisecond, but uh, walking in front of a bunch of strangers, you have a millisecond to go, what's going to unite all of these strangers in, in laughter. And you don't know, them, you, you just were in by yourself in a coffee shop thinking about whatever was funny to you, you know? And so that's just the art form is, is kind of that. And, then people after the fact will critique it and go, oh, that's the best you come up with. It's like, yeah, yeah, today that was about you always could grab the mic too, expert <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> funniest person I've ever. I'm sure funniest and funniest person to ever be or to, to, for anyone to ever be around. I'm sure you should be the one to speak about this crap. It's the least funniest people and the least uh, uh, talent, uh, cre- you know, creative funny. I can't even say talented, just funny. Funniest people that want to be the biggest judges of it, so that's fine. You know, I think I like it though. I've said this before. I'm not one of those comics who's against cancel culture when it comes to comedy. I like it. I like it because it. it, I'm petty, and it's made people look at the stuff and get a new interest in comedy, right? Because they're looking even to be offended. It's like, well, shit, you're looking. Yeah, come over here, man. Come peep this. And I need your eye too, because if you, because sometimes. Again, the comment section, there's some truth there too. Sometimes there's some truth there. I don't have a the, the statistics, but they'll tell you too when when if a lot enough people are saying hey, there's this that's oh, that doesn't ring true right there. There was some and then some people will get I had a a joke about uh, I was in Portland, they got a sign and port Portland so woke. That it's it's asleep, you know. It's that it's woken up so much. It's sleepwalking it's gone all the way it's around. All the okay, way around. Got and they got a sign uh, in front of a building that said, uh, "No racism within ten feet of this building."
0: Oh, but like, a, but outside of that building, right? Right. I said, "It's all good." Right. I said, yeah. "There's
1: a dude uh, <laughs> know, a, a dude with a MAGA hat at eleven feet. Like, hey, brother, you know, <laughs> waiting for you." So I said that it got like forty thousand views on YouTube. And comments, so views don't even matter. That's yeah, all yeah. fake anyways, but comments. And the comments were great, man. And then one person goes, ah, uh, so they said something about the MAGA hat. And 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 they were, and it, it was, I said, you caught it. You, it was the MAGA hat. Or he, yeah. he, They didn't say the hat, but they said something that let me know. Because what I said in there wasn't, that line wasn't all the way, I could have done better than that line, but at that time, it was the right thing to do for the most people to get the 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 joke. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So, but someone saw through that, and I go, ah, I see you. Yeah, you're right. It's like, so I'm as an artist, we're not above uh, uh, accountability, or we're not above. We are, but bes- mm. we are like some. We are connected to the crowd, and if we're missing the crowd, then that's on us.
0: Yeah, and so on, on. this idea of tropes, and I wanted to talk about this on the TV section, but we we talked about the table for so long. <laughs> when I was when I was a, a teenager, and we're talking about like early teens, I was a big fan. I'll fully admit I was a big fan of Dennis Miller and Bill Maher. I don't know what it was about them, but the fact that they merged comedy and politics, I was like, oh, I was just taken away. Not Carlin. No, I think that was, Carlin was before my time and this is still kind of like dial-up internet time, right? So I wouldn't have had the exposure to him yet. And so I was a big fan of these guys and then 9-11 happened and then these two comics in particular kept rolling out the Muslim tropes. Mm. And for me, it was like, well, my family's Muslim. I have this Muslim community that my family, you know, family, friends and all this stuff and we're not like that. So this, and, and so in my mind, I was like, I don't – like I don't find it funny and I do think it's wrongheaded and it's going to make people think that Muslims are all these crazy people, which by and large obviously is not true, right? Right. So I can understand when people get upset about tropes, right? right? Because they can do harm and they can make – other people look at you individually differently because of something that's in the culture. Right. Um with the with the same token as I just said, I understand that comedy works on tropes and so it can be a fine line to walk. Totally. But I don't know if it's okay for just the c- comedian or anyone to be like, well, my intent wasn't in harm because you can still cause harm without
1: Yeah, you know, yeah, totally, but and then I think in your if it, it let me ask you this yeah. if it was a Muslim comic saying those jokes, not he wouldn't say them that exact way, you wouldn't be you 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 would say oh, this ain't funny, but you wouldn't be as offended. Or would you? That's a good question. Because yeah. they're coming from it's because right on this in this, we're always talking about race. So in this hierarchy of race, the white man was is seen as the the the, the top of the the race game. Sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: In what that's you're right. describing, I make sure. The, I didn't make the
1: rules. Well, <laughs> I didn't, certain, This is what everyone's saying.
0: Certainly, in what you are allowed to make fun of, and I've been guilty or, or, of this or, or, too, right? or in
1: because right? like, it was, it's, it's been okay to say the white man has all the power and money, and we, and, and all the say, and we got to take it away, and then so that's been everybody's. That is, or is that a trope now?
0: I think it is a trope because then you'll you'll hear from. People who are, uh, you know, lower income white folks saying like white privilege doesn't exist. Look at me, I'm broke. Like I haven't had a break in my life, and and I can sure. I guess I can kind of see that side too. Like I'm not even sure what I'm getting at. What I'm getting at is that tropes can have the potential to be harmful, and yet tropes and just stereotypes, generalizations. Are kind of the foundation of comedy as I understand
1: it. Right, right, right. So, yeah. No, it's, that, t- it's tough, is what I'm saying. No, no, and, yeah. to- it, and it totally is. And I think, like, and it's always, and it, things change, you know, perspectives change. Like, power, the idea of who has the power, that's what I was talking about. Right. The idea of who has the power, it, it would seem that it was white males. If you look at Congress or if you look sure. at uh, for, Fortune 500, whatever, it would be seen as that so if that guy is the belongs Bill Maher belongs to that race and he's telling talking about how dangerous Muslims are right when it's America and Canada bombing brown countries. Right. And but the but the brown guys uh dangerous because of 9 yeah. yeah. <laughs> So so then then you then you it is coming it like that I, I don't that mess you know that whole thing don't shoot the messenger no, nah, man, no. The messenger has to get the work, too. Because sometimes the message is good, but I don't like the message. <laughs> sometimes it is just the messenger. The message is great, but coming from you, no. And that's what I think is happening
0: to Chappelle. And, and you and I talked about this off mic, where I think he went, I do believe, and I'm not saying we fully cancel him. I do think he went too far with the trans stuff. Like, he just kept getting... Picking at it and picking at it, so he already developed this. The he already made himself this magnet of outrage, mm-hmm. and so if that stuff didn't exist, would the outrage with the SNL monologue would that have
1: existed? I, you know, I, I can't say. I I I think with, with with that specific subject that he talked about, it looks to be the. It looks like it's the 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 worst thing in the world that to 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 even bring up as a joke is is that subject and you could see it in the the
0: the, with trans folks or with jewish folks
1: with jewish folks okay uh uh, before like anybody who spoke on or misspoke on the jewish folks pay the price which which i'm not even mad at that because if my culture had been through uh, what they've been through in one in a, a short amount of time with the holocaust and in the you know, well, also backwards. thousands of years. No, I'm just reverse. saying. I'm just speaking yeah. of that one. That yeah. one is so fresh because yeah. my coach been through slavery for yeah. hundreds. So, yeah, yeah. But but it's not one incident that happened over a short period of time. There's no right. record. I mean, there's no document. There's no no one was held accountable. Yeah, and there's no collective black voice to say, oh, there was no Nuremberg trials for slave masters in. The, the you right. know, banks and all. It, it was so. And, and
0: not that I'm comparing the two, but also Holocaust denial is still very strong. Right, right. Like, right. So it's yeah, not the same. Like, there's not many people denying slavery.
1: There is, yeah, when Texas school so? district, they wanted to uh, to remove the word slavery and call like unpaid labor. Oh, really? Okay. Unpaid, so then I'm wrong. I'm unpaid paid labor, labor or something. I'm ignorant. But that's okay. Yeah. I, I'm just bringing that up to say, yeah, like, so it is wise of a culture to go protect their name and protect yeah. their respect on it. So I'm not comparing. Atrocity, atrocity. I'm saying we both had, had, have have had a lot of atrocities, and uh, and what what that community has done is protected their name in the way people, if they misuse it, then I respect that. I think that's fine. So, but let, then we get into the what's misuse of it. Like, let's get down it, and you, and when there's not even a conversation that's allowed, and you go well, because Dave Chappelle, why? Because Dave Chappelle is Rich. And he's he's punching down. And it's like you're going to say everything except black. He wasn't always rich. And he's and 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 another thing is an artist, yay or gay or, or Chappelle, let's take both of them from their own talent. They make their value. Yeah, people act as if they don't get paid their value. They're still underpaid and just cuz we're peasants though financially we're like shut up you're a millionaire <laughs> and that's bullying to me
0: that's bu- so so you're you are making know, this personal cuz that's I do that shit all the yeah. time I'm like you think I'm going to sympathize with some billionaires? Yeah 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 exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that is literally my <laughs> shtick.
1: right you're ripping on it I'm ripping on them I'm sympathizing, <laughs> I'm sympathizing <laughs> with black with with black men who've made it to a certain uh, uh, le- at a level uh, and they've made and they've maintained their own voice, be it right or wrong. I, uh, black people never got this. Is my whole thing: we never got reparations. So what we did get was a right to kind of say whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> for, for it's been an unspoken <laughs> thing that we got. So is this, changing? Always, is this it's is, changing? Is this changing? That's now? my problem. Right. Is that it's changing now. So we w- without the reparations, they go well. We we don't worry, but we don't got no money for that. But But fix your mouth right when you talk. about, And it's only if you make it to a certain echelon like Kyrie Irving. Oh, man, you're a millionaire, man. Shut up. You know, you should be happy that they let you go out there, Brad and dribble, dribble and see if you you can cook like that guy. He's these people get they get paid less than they're worth. And they provide millions and millions and millions of people of, with entertainment or inspiration. And if they step out of line whatsoever, this is my problem. They step out of line whatsoever, we want everything. Mm. That, and so we think in America that that's accountability or punishment. Yeah. That's a We think punishment is accountability.
0: So like break it just, down for th-
1: what me. What are how do you I define... I'm not an expert at it. This is just a the- a, a, a a way that I've been taking it in and, and seeing. Like we're just I said this on maybe 2020 when I did some album like how America is upset. We're the, we 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 have the most uh, citizens in jail per capita. Right. So we're so we're very punished. Like we're like I mean other cultures do it too, but we 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 think punishment is like jail. Throw them in jail. That's where he'll get better <laughs> jail. And you know what? I hope that happens to him when he's in jail. Right. I, I hope yeah. he drops the soap. Right. And then when he gets yeah. out, that'll teach him. <laughs> yeah, you know what As I mean? As if it won't make things As worse. If, yeah. if, in Norway, you go to jail, you could become a chef, get your master's degree. There's no gates yeah. on jail. There's actual reparation. I'm uh, Not reparation, uh, rehabilitation. Re- yeah and uh we just are so obsessed with with punishing like so we yeah i saw people celebrating every time he lost some or got bad news they, they was like yeah and then tj max they jumped that, come on <laughs> yeah. man tj max shows up and goes we're, no, we're not we're not going to sell we're not going to sell <laughs> you kidding me man so so like for me that's bullying that's bullying, and and I know that that's a, a billionaire, and I know that he wore a a, a a white lives matter shirt. My 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 girl, she asked me. She said, she said, uh, "How would you feel if you saw a bunch of white people wearing a white lives matter shirt?" I said the same. If I saw a bunch of people, white people wearing a black lives matter shirt, uh, weird, and and <laughs> it's not for me, and because uh, really, no lives matter. Rich, rich lives matter. Well, in, ri- uh,
0: in practice, yeah, exactly. yeah, in practice.
1: So I don't care about a a, a stupid T-shirt or a, a a hat. That doesn't make me throw somebody away. Yeah, that's just me. And then the again, when Kanye said, "Yay," excuse me, "Yay" says some stuff about the black community misinformed. He's like, he don't know every. He doesn't know everything. He said he's like a kid. I was saying this. He's like a a really smart kid who watched a documentary once. And wants to tell you the stats in it and he's fucking it up.
0: That's what I'm talking about with, with the, yeah,
1: that's yeah, exactly
0: yeah. what I'm but talking the, about. It's like the, the, the kids that are the people that took a survey course in university. Now they're an expert on I, right, happened, right, right, right now.
1: But if, if, if you listen me, I, I have the time, I listen to all the interviews and, It it was in the real, not just the interviews, the interviews were just a a funny show, but the conversations, because he'll go live and have these conversations. Yeah. And they're beautiful, man. They're nothing but good ideas and not hurtful anything. But again, you got to be held accountable for how you say things. I understand that. How you say things. He said things in a mean way. So, But to say, take his kids from him and see, he's not a billionaire anymore. It's so funny because- we only knew he was a billionaire when they took it away, right, and we yeah. only knew he had a school when they shut it down right, and yeah. then it's like who were they and then and so it, yeah. it it becomes comical when you try to uh uh stop and plug in all these holes where it's like, yo man, we just we, we if we're really at the point where we have to have these conversations we we have to have these are conversations. are we at
0: a point where And again, this is a mass generalization and simplification. But are we at a point where we've just forgot how to act online, offline? We've just lost any sense of decorum or standards? Because I think in the past, there was a very clear cultural delineation between what you see on television and what you see on a comedy show, that is, you know, a performance. That is something else. But how you treat other people, that is also something else. Just because, you know, you're you're making edgy jokes. That doesn't give me permission to walk into work and start, you know, <laughs> right. rattling off some some quote-unquote toxic but <laughs> right. safe jokes. And so That's I just weird. wonder how much of this just has to do with the fact that as a culture or whatever, like, we've just kind of forgot how it is to – Interact with people in a way that's
1: healthy. Well, you know, I, I I think that we just we just forgot about kindness, you know, and that respect. And you can and when everyone respects each other, you can actually joke you could joke even more disrespectfully. Like with the friends, your closest yeah, sure. friends, yeah. When you truly know you don't mean it, you could say the craziest stuff, you know, and I just think that there's that and then there's too much. But there are some
0: people that don't recognize the difference, right? So how you act with your close friends, within that group you have an understanding of that's how you act. But right. there's some people who will act the same way with that group of close friends and then with like complete strangers.
1: Yeah, you, and it, complete
0: strangers will be like, you, "What are you what are you doing?"
1: I mean, but I think online that looks dangerous In real life that's usually fun, it's mildly annoying. You know, I haven't had a lot of, you know, situations where in real life it's different than online. Real life is, you know, like in the States, man, in Arizona. I was hanging out there for ten days and the service is great and the weather's good and the town's hella Republican. <laughs> and, and but it but no one on the street, that's not a you know, no one's talking about that. It's just yeah. like a respect because you know everyone could have a gun there. So there's a there's there's a open respect. That'll change
0: the game. Yeah, that'll change
1: the game. There's some level of of respect. But, you know, I mean, I don't know. I think we're I don't know if it's worse or better. I just think it's always like I could always think about like this, these kind of conversations with my friends or some like as peasants in in 1500 England and at a different time frame. I we don't know how people were speaking back then, but I think that there were people like for comedians, that was always the fool for the yeah, king. Yeah. And was always probably like, man, i cause I hang out if you hung out in the slums, that like the, the whole the whole idea of like the, the feudal system too, you know? Like there's there was the feudal system in America. It's the class system and race. It's class right. and race. Yeah, so yeah. it's so much, it's so much uh so many things like that. That online, it's it's easy to you know to be offended and disrespected and not you know not really connect because of all those things being able to divide us, right? You know, and we always need to work on. We're lazy. We like to just label people or put people in groups, and not. That's when it gets back to the individual thing. Like we were talking, you were talking about at the beginning of the conversation of. Yeah, individual acts and individual encounters. Like, what's this big? Like, we're acting like we're all judges with a caseload of thousands of cases to judge. <laughs> <laughs> that, you know what I mean? That yeah. needs just a speedy. Like, that guy's an asshole. He's an anti-Semite. He's a dickhead. That tweet was that tweet was offensive. Get, take everything from him. Yeah, we we keep acting like that, and that's I think that's kind of the difference that you could get to that bullshit outrage in real time, but you, and then at another thing, you can mobilize, you could get good ideas out there faster too. So really,
0: I just wonder if you come into something with, you know, good or neutral intentions and on the whole, you're not a terrible person, you know, shouldn't you on an individual level, public persona or not, Shouldn't you be
1: given some space to be able to fuck up? You know, yes. Right? Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Like why, again, why would you want a world where you can't fuck up at all? Yeah. You have to always say the right thing. It it can't be. It could be funny, but not too funny. Yeah. And it, it, you keep that world, man. That's not. I don't want <laughs> to <laughs> That's why I train my out. Like you, I don't even see the. The same algorithm as other people, like people who don't like what they see on the online. You, you're looking at the mirror, brother. You don't yeah. like yourself because your little fingers pick that up, and the stuff you spoke about, it's listening to you. Yes, it's all it's all coming up. So I cha- I got my algorithm in a in a in a washer, man, washer machine. I I pick so much different stuff. You know what I mean? Like I go from. Al Jazeera news to Breitbart, <laughs> Fox to CNN, <laughs> World Star to, to, to Martha Stewart uh, wow. cookbooks on, on uh, cooking tutorials on YouTube. I, I change it up and then I go for the low road and the funniest stuff. You know, world stars is not low road enough. World stars, I get. Oh yeah, world <laughs> stars is, is uh, OG low road. <laughs> OG world is always gonna give you some unfiltered, uncut news. <laughs> no anchors. You don't need any news anchors. Then we go to the comment section, and that's where the real magic happens. Yeah,
0: yeah. There's a, there's a lot of that there. <laughs>
1: It's <laughs> You want to talk about rate Offensive, man. It, it's no holes bars in, in the comment section.
0: Well, and I think that's oh why – and, and you're right. There, there's an interesting distinction between what you see in the comment section or Reddit or 4chan and then what you see in the think pieces breaking down stuff that's in the mainstream, right? And I like what Jon Stewart had to say about the Chappelle monologue where he's like, Anti-Semitism is already normalized. Just go to the comments yeah, section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, we can't just stamp out Dave Chappelle as anti-Semitic and not talk about it. Like, it's better to have that dialogue. I that was great. And to ex and you know just listen to different points of view. Like, you know, when it, when it comes to Sophie Butle, like when I saw that joke that she that there was a lot of outrage around. My initial response was, well, she's ripping on the Catholic Church. I don't I don't see the harm. I talked to people around me who, you know, were were not outraged, but they had some interesting insights into it. And then it goes back to that idea of yeah, you know, maybe maybe the the pain of a community shouldn't be a, 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 a something you you use in a punchline. And I can understand that. And so it was only through talking about it with people and having an open dialogue that I could kind of see the other side and and empathize. But if if we were all just were like this joke is terrible puller special done right who would we wouldn't have learned anything
1: you know yeah I, i don't see the harm in in having a a conversation especially about a joke in a world where all real messed up things are happening uh you know every minute i don't see the harm in having a conversation and and that's accountability you know too so but again punishment it's like right they you want to skip accountability and just go to punishment? How can we punish this person? What can we take from them? Right, you know, can you know end this person? And then it looks, it looks, it looks stupid. And, I, and I'll say that for I saw something today. A a guy recruit for uh, Alabama or some some football number one football recruit got his scholarship taken away because he got he was in you know everything is recorded. He was in his car and he was rapping and he said the n-word but he he said he said it just like the song like he you know what i mean it was like right on point and it wasn't like he added an extra nigga in there he just said the song and they took it so to me that doesn't make that guy not racist and that doesn't go. yeah that's Get him. You know, he, bell there was. I mean, a, have they, have you ever been to a rap show in Vancouver? Right, it's yeah, like... my God. And, and <laughs> <laughs> right then, there, there, was, there was a woman that said it to drunk, said she was drunk and she at University of Kentucky. Not a woman, a little dingy white girl who was called the black woman. To uh, the n word two hundred times. Oh, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a, that. yeah, like that's, ex- that's excessive. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> I mean, that's a little,
0: maybe that's Maybe maybe let's a little, dole out some punishment a little there. That's excessive. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, so there's <laughs> <laughs> there's level two. that wasn't a Freudian slip. That was <laughs> yeah, that's very a, intentional. That's a little yeah. bit
1: different, man. She was sitting on at least forty or fifty of those n words. You know, saying that and that ain't so. That's a different thing. We just want to do capital punishment without accountability yeah. to everything. And I don't know if that's going to answer or solve anything. I don't think it ever has. I think we've had a conversation. It's
0: weird though, right? Like for all the complaints about cancel culture and like liberal media and PC culture, all that stuff, the most popular comics in the world are quote unquote problematic, right? Whether it is Dave Chappelle or, or Joe Rogan, I'm thinking about guys that sell out arenas, right? Right. Bill Burr Bill Burr right like they God. they've all had their brushes of like anti-pc or problematic stuff and they're they're the biggest in the world and you know Trump could very much be the next US president like there are these competing sides of the culture and it's it almost sounds too silly to be like well let's meet in the middle but also Let's just talk to
1: each other because not everyone on the opposite side is a bad person. <laughs> I totally I, – I know if you say – I think, yeah, if you, if you walk the line or walk the middle, you're an asshole too, you know? Um, and it's weird, man. It's a weird – Oh, and
0: politically, I actually find the middle to be the most annoying.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So politically.
0: Yeah. yeah, politically. Yeah, centrists in general are probably the most annoying because they –
1: like Trudeau, right. To, they get to be right all the time. Trudeau
0: is the the best example of this on so many subjects. He's just like without it's, it's like the least principled stance because you're saying, OK, we'll do a little bit of this and a little bit of that. You're satisfying no one. You're not really standing for anything. See, you're not I would really take doing him. Anything.
1: I'm American. So I would take him in the way that he responded to the virus as let as a left guy, because. You on know, that, on the, on the on right, maybe because yeah. on the right, if you when I think, right, I'm not, I don't belong to either of these gangs, uh, <laughs> <on>
0: the right, <laughs> they're the shittiest, yeah, gangs. they're, the
1: worst they're so shitty, they are the worst party. <laughs> <to. laughs> but on the right, you have people who were like, Hey, this shit's open, they're gov- You know, if you're uh, we're in a state that was right, they were like, Hey, there's no rules, turn up back to business, and then left. Was like, hey, shut this down. This, this politically. That's what Trudeau. It and this, like and, and
0: right. I would probably agree with how Canada and most provinces handled it. He was down the middle, right? Because you had some people who are the COVID zero people, lock down everything forever, yeah. right? Which also I think was unrealistic. And I think the Canadian governments, whether provincial or federal, kind of played it down the middle. In that yeah. case, it was okay. What I'm thinking about is something like, let's say, uh, climate change, right? So Trudeau will, on one hand, come out and be like, "This is the greatest existential problem." We face as humanity, and at the other end, he will literally give uh, subsidies to oil and gas companies.
1: Okay, okay. right. So So he's just a politician. Yeah, he's just a politician.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And so maybe it's less about centrism and more about like trying to speak out of both both sides of your mouth. You know what I mean? Right.
1: right. Well, so bringing it back to the common man, though. The 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 where do you find like? How it relates to the common man, like in our conversation about, you know, if you're the guy, the person on Twitter, um, how do we, you know, your, your ultimate question seems to be like, you know are we capable of having a conversation with each other are getting understanding I think are we, we just are like i at, think at some place where either pick a side you're on this side or you're on that side
0: when i think about my friends and social circles that are just normal they're normies they're not on twitter 24/7 they're just people Living their lives, working. That's great.
1: That's even sounds rare. They, that yeah. sounds less. That no, sounds they exist. Less normal they again. are.
0: They're. They are the silent majority. I think they are more reasonable. It's. It's literally the the people that are on Twitter or on the comment section all the time. Oh, those yeah. are polarized people on both sides, and those are the ones who will love you one day for speaking to their cause, and then stab, you know, stab you in the back because they you seem, talk to someone else. They seem like,
1: unwell. The people on on I don't you know I don't have a Twitter following whatsoever. Uh they seem they seem unwell. Black Twitter is i f I'm on more black Twitter, mm. which is just hilarious is the best. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> black Twitter is <laughs> the best. Uh, so yeah, my Twitter isn't a lot of uh, blue hairs or you know, uh it's yeah, I got I'll I'll look into different different things you know but but i do think
0: the, the point being is that i do think it's beneficial to talk to people from other sides and i'm not people are like oh you're both siding everything no i'm not telling you to go talk to actual nazis like right, uh, to right, be clear right. we all have boundaries <laughs> right like
1: but if someone is conservative or republican you why not chat with them? well i think most people are i think most people are in the middle I think more there's a more majority in the middle than these hard stance yeah. people. So I I I think that that's how Brexit worked from that I saw that movie it came and I read a little bit about that came or oh, They yeah. took that 3% that uninf- that that they un- 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 it's yeah. just just switch it this way or that. And if you're not responsible for your algorithm, you'll be getting played. But
0: see, you keep talking about taming your algorithm. I don't know if most people are capable
1: of doing that. Like, how would I even start to, quote unquote, tame my algorithm? You have to start, you know, you have to st- – whatever. if there's something that – uh Not like you. Obviously, we're not talking about the fringes and the outside. We're talking about something that kind of rubs you the wrong way—an article, Mm. a point of view, a headline. You go, man, I don't like that person. I don't like that person. And then you go, I've never heard that person actually. Let me, let me just tap once. Yeah, and here, like a Candace Owens. You know what I mean? Like I just assumed this lady uh, was a certain way. I watched thing. I go, I'm not that off, but at least I watched it. I, start, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you have to do some things that make that you might, you might not be uh, comfortable with. You have to look at some information and click. You got the phone in your hand all the time. If you are gonna, are you on the grid or not? Do you want to have an opinion or not? If so, if you if something rubs you, I'm just throwing this out there because yeah. it's is how it's worked for me. Because I go, man, I don't, I don't like that thing, and then I, then I'm like, wait, well, I never really even heard that thing out and if i hear it out that doesn't mean oh now i'm all the way with it but i'm like but if you click
0: that candace owens article then doesn't that trigger something in the algorithm where it's like okay we're going to give you more candace owens articles and just increasing your temptation of
1: i want to be outraged today and read this no you could get but you could listen to someone and 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 maybe your outrage has been based on some thing you've been told we do, right. We're not sitting here doing all this real recon, man. Like I, I just acting. think
0: when you're talking about the algorithm, it's, it's just smarter than us. Like, I'm sorry. It's, just, it's, it's functioning on a level... That we can't even comprehend. Even the creators of the algorithm cannot explain it to you because it's a self-learning algorithm.
1: Yeah, but it's a. But, so I don't but, know but, this but, but idea it, of like I beat the algorithm. But the algorithm, <laughs> the, the robots want to be human. So, so I know you keep thinking that they're the smartest thing in the world. <laughs> they want to be human. They are. The want to humans, and 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 but humans. We're just outmatched. By the algorithm, I work with the algorithm. i do <laughs> not, not, I'm asking get, you, I work with it. I'm not, I've worked with Lord Algo. I'm not saying <laughs> I put respect on Lord this. Algo. Is why I'm asking okay. you,
0: how do you tame the algorithm when it's so smart? No, and you it, can't tame it's you, listening all the time, it knows you better than you know yourself. Does, no, 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 because <laughs> I don't, <laughs> in general, I'm not talking about you, but I'm talking about <laughs> in general. No,
1: it does know, no, the algorithm, Helen knows all your secrets and everything that. That you, you know, so yeah, you have to be honest with Lord Algo and honest with yourself. And then if you're seeing that something's missing, you got to go out and get that information outside the Algo, which is like reading books, like hardcover. The algorithm doesn't take that into account. Exactly. That's why you need that information. (laughs) You need off the grid, uh, untainted Algo information because now they'll change the headline like 1984. They'll change the headline from the morning to a couple hours later, you go, that's didn't say that. Right. What's yeah. this date? Who did what? You don't know the players in this game. So but then when you have the print, the actual book, you know that, you you know, you can't you can't take that information away. So you do have to get information outside of the algo to to beat the algo. So yeah. <laughs> so you have to, I'm sorry to I, tell I, people though. People but then people are scared to that's why they wanted us inside so much. People were scared to go outside. They're 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 relying on the algo. They're scared of other opinions. I think we're starting
0: a new MLL, MLM scheme here. Like beat the algo, beat take the, take control of your life, be your best, be, self. be your best. Yeah, just <laughs> sign
1: up for my course
0: on yeah, the app. Al- yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, with, also, you make money
1: if you send if the send, affiliate send link it to ten yeah. people. Yeah, we yeah. can beat the algo together. <laughs> Yeah, this I mean, is you, an idea. Know. It, you know, and they, so they want to tell you to do all this stuff, stress, everyone's depressed, suicides went up, everyone's anxious, therapy, all of this stuff, and you can't laugh at nothing. It's sick, man, and, and it's like, I don't want to live like that, and I won't live like that. I, I want to make, I want to, and so my job is hard, man, to filter all this stuff in that I think about all day. I think about this stuff, and so... I want to. Can I I confess
0: something to you? Speak to me. I am still thinking and praying for Twitter to just implode and just go away, and I would feel so liberated
1: because that's that's
0: mainly your. That's my main social. That's your main social. But I hate it. I've come to a point that I hate it. <laughs> and so, and I can't leave it. Like the pro and, and, and some people are going to be like just leave it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. it's like no no no. Like I've developed this platform and also it's a value add to check as well. And right. so if I was like one day like, "Hey man, I'm going off platform." They would be like, "No, you're not." Right, right. <laughs> I, I'm not saying that they would, but like I could see them saying it. Right, right. Um, and so you get trapped in this thing. And so I, I, I've had conversations where I, with, with my girlfriend too. And I was like, if Twitter collapses, I'm just going to spend an hour every morning reading the news and an hour at night reading the news. And I bet you in those two hours, it Your looks like will be
1: help, help. I, I
0: will be so much more productive yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Cause I'm not, I'm not checking my phone all I the know time. What you mean, man. No, and so my, <laughs> all I want for Christmas
1: <laughs> Twitter to is clap. to
0: Twitter just to burn, <laughs> and if that means that that you mm-hmm. know Elon loses all this money and and whatever, great, like fine,
1: yeah, no, I'm good I, with it. I don't understand. I I my friend and I had his, had wrote a sketch a few years back about Twitter about a comic who is trying to get following a big following and. He'll write something funny, lose followers, and, and he's like, what the fuck? And then they get resentful towards Twitter, and they start a movement, hashtag, like, fuck Twitter. You know, Twitter's dead. Yeah. And then it picks up, and they end up getting a billion followers, and then that's not cool. And then it goes back to his no followers. Like, that's what's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's the gist of the skit that we wrote. and And because- you know, I saw. I think this is like six, seven, six, seven years ago, and I was like, I was writing stuff. I go, this, this is hilarious. <laughs> nobody's even out there. Is this thing? On? I had, th- right. I had a few thousand followers yeah. then, and then I deleted the the app. I remember I that. Remember that? I, remember that? And then I you was, came back, and man, I was yeah, I did it. But You, did, you came back brand new. I came back insight. brand new just because I I also was like, oh man, I've just given them a bunch of information. Mm. I'm deleting all this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't know what the fuck I was talking about. I was drunk some of those times. Yeah. <laughs> so just, maybe that was just funny to me. I I threw it all away and I was like, man, who who's, who who's behind this? And they're giving us it's like going to the fair, you give them real money and they give you tokens. Right. So, they tell you you got this many tokens and you just believe them. And half them people is fake. Any all my followers are are Russian prostitute robots. <laughs>
0: So there's a lot of those. Our Latin yeah. b- there, robot process. There's, a, there's a lot of yeah. They're sex Work
1: bots. Yeah. So th- I don't know how much worth. How how much how val. I know it's valuable owning media and being that guy or whatever. But forty four billion. I said that's. I don't know if that's a good buy.
0: I don't. I don't think so. I mean, he either he's playing an incredible game of like forty chess or right. it's. It's in trouble, and it'll just go back to what it was before. I, I yeah, I mean, it's just not healthy, and and there's a lot of there's a lot of social media that is not healthy. But I think Twitter tops it than like Facebook. Do you feel maybe <laughs> like
1: Instagram? It, do you feel like it's losing its is is juice? It's it's I think importance the, or relevance. No,
0: the value that Twitter has that no other platform can give as of today is. It gives you instant news, right? So if you are in media, if you're a media or news junkie, that is the platform for you. There's nothing else out there that will get you what Twitter delivers. And so it maintains that value, but it sucks and it's terrible. And then you do feel – you feel trapped in it. Like you can't leave
1: once you're in the ecosystem. Right. (laughs) Right. Yeah, no, because you – yeah, you have – did I –
0: what time is it? It's like four twenty.
1: You run late? No, no, I'm not running late. I just had a parking. Yeah. Okay. Boom. Listen. A- and.
0: I was thinking about this too because you know I've been mean, bouncing off this idea of like oh what if I just left Twitter and just did the show and whatever like I I would be more productive I would lose a lot of contacts. Yeah, yeah, no, that's yeah. the other thing.
1: Not totally. You're, I don't have. Uh, there's a lot of these contacts that, just that I operate. don't. I
0: yeah, I just have them on Twitter.
1: Yeah, no, I like. That's why I don't think I don't think it's all a bad thing. It is. It is how you manage it, and it's like there should there should be uh, that should be a, a a a course or some kind of point in our education system is how to manage for kids how to manage life with this phone with this algorithm yeah you know like life outside don't post the, nudes
0: number yeah, one. yeah
1: stuff that's like yeah they're living in a world like where everything is concrete and it's all recorded and this pressure too of just having to post shit all the time when you really don't but you yeah. if you don't you don't exist it's like you're competing against your avatar uh, it's very unhealthy. It can be very unhealthy, but same with I just sell my drip through uh, Instagram, you know, and promote the show, you know. Through, yeah, I'll you know even when I pay for promotion, it's on. It's connected to Facebook, so right, you know, which is like an old folks' home, but then <laughs> it's still there. You know, <laughs> it's like the old people. <laughs> the teenagers are on TikTok, but everyone's on TikTok and then instagram is like becoming the new uh where where you know they're selling sell where you sell stuff it's like there's
0: so many ads it's
1: a, yeah it's so like a mall ads. it's like the mall or something cuz yeah. there's babes there they're selling ass they're selling clothes <laughs> selling jokes you know we're all selling an image selling something Twitter then is like, it's more written out, more news. Yeah. 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 There's a little, yeah. So I get, that's why I go to others, try to go to other sources to get my low road news outside of, uh, <laughs> how
0: would you define a low road? Let's end on this note. How would you define a low road Larry? A low road? Cause Larry, it's not just like a terrible person or a criminal. There's nah. a specific criteria to become a low road Larry.
1: Yeah. Low road Larry is, is a, is a, it's like a, 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 person who has honor but it's only for the lowest of things like, it's
0: very petty right it's petty man but yeah. so
1: they're like they look for the shortcut <laughs> they, look for, they look for where everyone's lining up in, in the front they're in the back you know what i mean <laughs> they're trying to find a different way in that's always how a low road moves. my
0: favorite low road is one is a recent one and it's the guy who answered like a Craigslist ad for yeah. a washer and dryer. Oh my God. Said, like, let me test out the machine, did his laundry.
1: <laughs> had some, and you know, he had some chit chat with, yeah. like, you know, that's the best part because when you do that, because I know that guy. I would have, that's something that I totally would have, because sometimes you don't have 18 quarters, you know? And you go, hey, look, uh, let me check this out. Does his laundry, tells oh the lady, God. listen, I'll,
0: I'll. let me just get some cash, I'll buy the machine. Yeah. <laughs> Never comes back, so he just did this whole rigmarole. It's a ruse for for you know fresh sheets or whatever he would put it in the laundry there, uh, and so that is just funny because like
1: it's the prince. He's he annoying had, the hell he prob- out of this person. He probably too. had a bag full of quarters too. It was yeah. just the principle. The <laughs> low road is truly a petty person who just out of principle needs to get the W. You know, and it's yeah. not hard. It's usually not harmful. It's like it's not harmful. It's yeah. like a joker. Yeah, yeah, he's like a low life <laughs> joker who's not
0: because <laughs> in that case like there's no crime committed right like he yeah. didn't sign a contract
1: yeah no 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 yeah you just everything got, was yeah you just got finessed consent for everything to do his laundry to hang out you just got finessed That's <laughs> it. it's pretty much a finesse somebody who's a finesser right and then sometimes though you have to t- if someone's going too low that you sometimes you got to take the high road to get to back to the low road like
0: give me an example
1: um Oh, this is a perfect way to end. When I, when Yay, they said, Yay, apologize for something. And so I put that on my Instagram. And this black dude, young guy, goes, Yeah, man, I'm glad that they made him do that. And, and I hope they take everything from him. And I was like, Damn, this guy's going in. I could roast him, but that's stupid. I don't know this guy. So I took the high road and I said, I said, That's your choice to feel how you feel, brother. I said, But I choose to forgive.
0: Oh. Mm. I don't even know what road you're on at that right? point. Right? Yeah, you see what I mean? <laughs> so now he goes, What? Like, he, it sounds high road It sounds high road. Well, you're defending Kanye, but so I it's low road.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? So I'm up here. I'm way up here. And then he goes, Well, if that's what you believe in, then that's your thing. I said, Yeah, you know what else I believe in? I said, Respect, kindness, love, and accountability. And then he said, he said, that's, that's real, man. That's hella real. A salute, man. And he came back. He was ashamed. Wow. He was humbled. I took the high road to get to the low <laughs> road. I won. <laughs>
0: you see? Do you see? This is why I love you. This is why I'm a big fan. Hey, man, Dino, uh, thanks so much. Man, I, I have so much fun doing this. Oh, this is a blast. Uh, right I'm man. sure. Uh, well, I'm not sure if I'll see you uh, before you gonna, then. Are you going to see? Are you coming to the show? I got front row tickets
1: again dude you, i'm can right you, there can center you, this show can you tell these people how awesome the show is if they have list if they listen to this yeah and I, after the I,
0: pro, I i promoted it on the tv show it's an awesome show but just like you it's a it's like three hours of it's too,
1: it's, it's like it's three and, too and a half hours, hours. Yeah. It's, it's very it's, funny. as you
0: as you said i it said is that.
1: Disrespectful. it's disrespectful <laughs> but it's so funny and the price is so it's reasonable so reasonable man and i uh, No,
0: it's a great night That's it. um i've it. i've been a Two of them now. This is the fourth one, right?
1: This is I, – I did – I took a break. I did some original ones, but, yeah, I'm calling this volume four.
0: Yeah. Van City, see. Comedy Extravaganza, Saturday, January 21st, 2023 at the Vogue Theater. Uh, Yumi Nagashima, Gavin Matz, Marlito Lopez, Ivan Decker, and, of course, all presented and headlined by a future guest tonight, Dino Archie. Dino, thank you so much, brother. Do,
1: you're the man, bro. Thank and, you, man.
0: And, of course, I am Mo Amir telling you that in a city where you can be anything – Be colorful. Peace.